The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, we'll give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life so if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call the office to get it scheduled. The number here, 800-743-0988, or email us by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. So I'm not sure what this says. I, I think I know it. I certainly have an opinion about it, right? Um, but um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out because I've see, I see a lot of this data. There's a lot of people, um, I think, doing some things that, aren't really smart financially to, to continue their spending. Um, and I, I think it might play out in 2024, but I guess time will tell. 7.2% of Black Friday uh, shoppers used buy now, pay later loans, which was a 25% increase from a year, uh, the year earlier. So, um, you know, people are buying more on credit now and they're rating their emergency uh, funds to, to keep up with the Joneses. And, you know, obviously all that stuff will end at some point. Um, and so, you know, it'll be interesting to see if this does play out uh, in a slowdown next year in 2024 or uh, the fact that unemployment is so low and people can switch jobs and get paid more. Um, if that trumps everything else, I guess time will tell. I mean, you know, people, this idea that you're buying something a consumer good for christmas and you're gonna pay later i mean what is that no no interest charge right i mean that's the i guess when you buy an apple phone from at&t that's if you want the discount on the trade-in that's how you have to do it and there's no um interest charge i just don't get the advantage of that if there's no interest like what's the firm was i think the best performing why wouldn't they take stock the cash in the s&p 500 well, I think NVIDIA was, but a firm was close. Yeah, right up yeah. there was a 400-something percent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. When I was in Europe um, earlier in December, I, the, the, the firm guy was on Bloomberg Europe, and he, it was, he, he's a smart guy, and it was a really interesting interview, but um, you know that business model the idea has been that around they a long have, time. The idea that they have some data advantage with respect to the ability to mitigate against credit losses is like, yeah, is that when, like an argument when, that people think is when Visa reasonable? and Mastercard have been doing it for decades? <laughs> That's what I I don't understand. Like, all you have to do is say that the AI, big, you know, AI, we can. Well, you should see the what? guy talk about it. He he's like he he is smarter than everybody else. I promise you, he thinks. I that. know, but when you look the amount of data that the credit card processors have, like what what people yeah. buy that? <laughs> yeah, well, bro, they, they they look look at. No, I, I look mean, at crypto. I, well, people buy yeah. a lot of crazy things. Have fun staying poor. Like that's the people that own that name are they're they're right right now at least. So the market swings from fearful to greedy and greedy to fearful really quickly these days, faster than any time in my lifetime. It's it's funny how quickly sentiment shifts. Uh, so a year ago, last December, bears far outnumbered bulls. Uh, by a wide margin in the AAII sentiment poll. That's the American Association of Individual Investors. So the number of bears in that poll way trumped the number of bulls. Uh, obviously, that turned out to be stupid. Guess what, is, guess what today is? Uh, the opposite. The same exact amount of uh, bulls outnumber bears in the same exact sentiment, in the same exact uh, sentiment poll. Um, and so what's changed? Well, Namely, the S and P's up twenty five percent, and the Nasdaq's up over fifty percent. The so, pivot, though, I mean, the the Fed pivot, the days between December second. No, no, December no, 13. they don't care about the Fed. They care about the fact that the market's up twenty five percent, and that they can't think of a thing that's going to stop that. And so, you know how investor sentiment is. Like in October, like a couple of short months ago, uh, investor sentiment was awful. It was it was a disaster, and all these 
dingberries on CNBC and Bloomberg were, were, were unbelievably bearish. These same exact idiots that two months ago were unbelievably bearish are now unbelievably bullish. And so like we need to, there needs to be like some accountability on these idiots, what they say, uh, um, because, you know, I mean, I don't ever care. Like, I don't have a sentiment about what I am. Like, I, am I bullish or bearish right now? I, I don't know. I'm 47 years old, and so I, I'm bullish on the future of America and the future of my portfolio. But in the next year, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I, I, I guess if you put a gun to my head, I'd say, you know, stocks are going to struggle next year. We, we might eke out a game, but I don't think it's going to be gangbusters. But that, you know, that opinion and eight bucks will get you a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Like, who cares? Right, eight bucks. You, and nobody got that joke. <laughs> you know, it used to be a dollar fifty, and yeah, now it's eight now bucks. It's eight bucks. Okay, so one of the things that I think uh, a firm like ours or another uh, any other good fee-based investment advisory firm can do for people, uh, if they're very good at accumulating assets, which most young people are good at it, they can just sort of put their head down, and as long as they invest in the right accounts and then the right investments, uh, they're going to end up with a big pile of money. But I think one of the things that's scary for a lot of people is is how do you turn that big pile of money that you saved over the last 30 or 40 years, how do you turn that into a paycheck that's sustainable for the rest of your life um, and that is done in the most efficient way? And so um, one of the things, the first place to start, and I'll let Josh talk about how we build a portfolio, uh, how we structure a portfolio to do that, um, is you need to figure out what the what a withdrawal rate um, you can take out from your portfolio so that your portfolio can restand, you know, be around for as long as you are because the biggest risk for people is running out of money, right? That's not a pleasant thing is, is if you run out of money because you're taking too much out. So there's a guy named Bill Bangin um, who was a professor at MIT. Uh, and, and he retired from that and became a financial advisor. And he said, I want to know what the ideal withdrawal rate from a an, an retirement portfolio can be uh, such that uh, you have protection against inflation, but you're not going to run out of money. And so what Bill did is he ran regression analysis on the stock market and the bond market uh, going back to 1900. So it included uh, bad market periods like the Great Depression. Um, and he, he's, he had the scenario of a 60% stock, 40% bond portfolio. And he looked at, okay, what's the withdrawal rate uh, that could be withstood over that period, including some really bad periods. And he came up with a number 4.4%. So he said, you know, statistically, this isn't a promise. Like I can't guarantee that you're not going to run out of money, but statistically in some really bad market environments, uh, if you said, I'm going to take out uh, 4.4% of my portfolio uh, at, at the start and then adjust the withdrawal rate up for whatever the inflation rate is every year, I'm not going to run out of money. So, you know, we're not going to reinvent that. That's the number we use. But Josh, describe how you how we build a portfolio or structure a portfolio such that it, it sort of keeps people in the game, but also assures them that they're not going to make bad decisions when they're taking out uh, withdrawals. Well, first, everything should relate to your purpose, uh, ultimately, for money. And so, you know, that's going to be different for everyone based on their situation. Uh, and, you know, a purpose of one particular 72 year old could vastly different from uh, could vastly differ from the purpose of another 72 uh, year old in terms of bequests, maximizing uh, maximizing current income relative to their lifestyle, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, the idea for us is always looking at that portfolio distribution rate. And, of course, it could be a little bit higher than four percent if you're uh, in, in latter half of your 60s or in your 70s. But uh, in laddering a number of years worth of distributions. And so if you go back and you look at like drawdowns over time, uh, you know, excluding 1929, you have the early 2000s being a five-year uh, peak-to-peak drawdown period. And then, of course, you have uh, post-2008 is another five-year drawdown in portfolios. So for a lot of people, that's a pretty good place to start. You just multiply your distribution rate by five, and you think like that's the number that I need in my portfolio for ballast uh, you know, capital preservation oriented assets uh, that are going to be able to be sold to generate income to withstand that multi-year drawdown. And if you want to be more conservative, you can add a bunch of years worth of the ladder to that. Uh, or if you want to be a little bit more aggressive, you just push it closer to the margin. But the idea is that you can draw on a particular side of your portfolio, either the return enhancers or that risk reducing side. Uh, to generate income through both good and bad market environments. When you're in a year maybe like 2021 where stocks are up 27% in a year and the risk 
you know, the, the return enhancer side has grown relative to the capital preservation side, then rebalance your portfolio, sell off some of those uh, riskier assets to generate your income, and conversely, do the opposite uh, in a year like 2022. Yeah, the name of the game is to have a portfolio where you're never forced to sell assets that are down to create your income. All right, if you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a short video in the middle and end of every month where we talk about the markets and how that affects your money. You don't need to be a client to get added to that list. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and get added to the e-newsletter list. When, we're going to, when we come back, we're going to talk about should you be adding a health savings account to your financial life in 2024. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, Mattress and Furniture would like to thank you for over a decade of shopping at their Ben location in the Ben Factory stores and their new location in downtown Redmond. To celebrate and say thanks to the community, Cascade Mattress is giving the best deals of the season at the year-end clearance sale. Start by saving hundreds on in-stock King and Queen Sealy Posturepedic Pillow Tops. During the year-end clearance sale, save at both store locations with up to 50% off bed frames and bedroom groupings. And get the best deals of the year on 2023 closeouts and in-stock floor models. Get your best sleep in 2024 when you shop the year-end clearance sale at Cascade Mattress and Furniture in Bend and now in downtown Redmond. Everyday value warehouse prices Cascade Mattress CascadeMattress.com or call 678-REST the Beat the Clock sales event is on now at Kendall Toyota of Bend. Shop the best deals of the year during the biggest sale of the year. You have till December 31st to get in on the end of your savings. Get over 4300 off MSRP on a new 2024 Toyota Tundra SR5 4x4 when you finance with Toyota Financial Services. A new 2023 4Runner SR5 is now priced at just 42515 Or get an amazing deal on a new 2024 Toyota Corolla LE for just 20945 when you finance with Toyota Financial Services. Don't wait. The Beat the Clock sales event ends this Sunday, the 31st. And time is running out. Stop by Kendall Toyota of Bend today. Kendall, let's start something great. Then number P620-5973, RJ06250, and RX158205. All financing on approved credit must finance with Toyota Financial Services to qualify for all discounts. Price does not include title registration tax to $150 advent. Subject to price sales to the details. Offer expires 1124. The 12th annual Jazz at the Oxford Concert Series continues. Join us for inspirational jazz music at the Oxford Hotel in downtown Bend with an impressive lineup of shows through March. Elon Trotman performs January 12th and 13th and will host a free music education workshop on Saturday the 13th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Oxford Hotel in Bend. The New England Urban Music Awards and the Barbados Music Awards each named Elon Jazz Artist of the Year on multiple occasions. For more information and to purchase your tickets today, go to jazzattheoxford.com. Jazzattheoxford.com. Jazz at the Oxford in downtown Bend. Presented by Subaru of Bend and produced by Patrick Lamb Productions. Workshops brought to you by George Bowie of Studio 20. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he is the one Mr. Josh Finelli. And we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. He got to play Santa Claus 
last week. I miss those days. The magic of Christmas. Oh, how great it, how great it is. My kids, I think, woke up about 9.30 on Christmas morning, and that was uh, my daughter had to um, blast jingle bells in my 18-year-old son's bedroom to even get him out of bed, and I thought he was going to break the speaker. So it was a beautiful Christmas morning in my house, probably a little different than yours. I wish that we had some... <laughs> colder temperatures because it definitely doesn't feel like a normal christmas in bend <laughs> no it feels like may yeah. except for the fact that it's dark most of the christmas day. and rain and dreary clouds are not my idea of a bend christmas well you better get used to it uh so one of the things that we saw you know interest rate and complex was uh, a big contributing factor to what happened last year what's funny is most people don't understand how important interest rates are in their life and and why it makes the chairman of the federal reserve such an important person more important than the president in terms of their financial life um but you know the interest rate complex obviously ripped higher in terms of rates moving higher um and then in the latter half of the year rates rolled over and and went lower and so um treasuries though aren't the only yields that we saw fall the third year uh fixed rate mortgage uh, here in the U.S. declined for seven consecutive weeks. Uh, it saw its highest level since 2000 at 7.79% earlier this year, now down to 6.95%, um, which is good. You know, like obviously mortgage rates coming down uh, a percent, but it's still relatively high compared to where they were. It's not high relative to history, though. Most people of a certain age realize that. Um, but the one thing that is still true because home prices continue to hit all-time highs. Uh, U.S. Home Price Index, just we saw the Case-Shiller hit another all-time high. Um, and so affordability in the housing market continues to go lower and lower. We're at record lows in terms of affordability here in the U.S. I mean, it's, it is crazy uh, how much more expensive, especially people um, that are, you know, there's still a million five households formed every single year in the United States, right? People graduate from college, they get married. They have children. That's what we call household formation. That keeps happening. And uh, those people are really, really in a tough spot because if you're not already in the housing ladder, it's really hard, especially in places like Bend, Oregon. But even the rest of the country, when you look at where mortgage rates are relative to house prices, we've never seen an affordability uh, like we're seeing right now. I, in the United I saw States. some great data this week, though, that on a weighted average basis, millennials are, were better off than their parents. Uh, in that regard and housing affordability just because of how many people uh, created households during the low rate rush. It's the generation after us that's getting totally screwed. Yeah, it's, it's the people now that are forming. You're, you're talking about the ones that formed. Yeah, of course, because they were forming I mean, houses I, I'm a prime example, with rates right? at yeah. sub 3%. And yeah. so, of course, uh, and, and you have to remember their parents uh, remember, uh, a lot of them were were buying houses when mortgage rates were eight percent. So. And you look at old news stories from the late 1970s, and it, you know they're almost you could replace the year, and it would you would think you were in 2023. Well, no, the problem is the difference between now and then is house price. House prices didn't appreciate back then like we're seeing now. So the house price appreciation is the real problem in the unaffordability. If if you know the, what mortgage rate should do to house prices is knock the house prices down like it happens in the bond market, uh, but that's it's not happening. People are just staying in their houses. Um, the, other, we've, the thing that's crazy in the bond market, too, is we've seen uh, two years worth of return in two months. U.S. bonds are now performing cash uh, on the year after one of the biggest short-term rallies in the history of the bond market. Over the past two months, bonds have gained, bonds have gained over 8 9%, sorry, which is based on their yield is the, roughly the equivalent of two years worth of returns. And obviously those returns, returns have been driven by uh, interest rates going down and bond prices going up. That's why we're seeing such a surge. But essentially in two months, we're seeing two years worth of returns based on where yields are right now. Um, the volatility in the in the rate complex the ref- is really But crazy. the reflex to think that a 30-year treasury should be sitting at 4%, like that's based on that ZERP reflex. And if, you know, I'm still a believer in structural structurally higher inflation, and I think it's way, way too early uh, to claim a victory on that whole transitory. I mean, the thirty or four. How about the how about the ten year under four? Like it's 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 just crazy to me that that this is. But it's it's the reaction, and until it's beaten out of people, it's almost going to take a, a new generation of investors to realize that's just crazy. But if you believe that you know growth is going to reaccelerate, or every, you know if you believe in the soft landing, like that doesn't seem like a trade that makes sense to me. 
Of course not. But that you know, all, all of these people. Well, a lot of them wanted to lock in higher rates. And right? like the that institutional was the flood. Yeah, I mean that that was like the the fear of missing out trade was extreme, and it drove yields lower than they probably should have been. And they're starting to climb a little bit higher on the back end again. But uh, whether or not that's going to last, we shall see. Yeah, 2024, there's so much certainty when you listen to CNBC and what's going to happen. And I can't think of another time when I'm less certain about what's going to happen because of all of these scenarios. Again, the good news is, is just stay invested and you'll be fine. Okay, so a lot of you, uh, you know, you just went through the enrollment process of a health insurance. Uh, you know, you need to figure out, choose a health plan and all that stuff. Um, and so a lot of you now probably have a, like Mr. Finelli here, a high deductible health insurance plan. And so um, one of the options that's available if you have a high deductible health insurance plan is a health savings account. And so you should really consider, if you're one of these people that has a high deductible health insurance plan, you really should consider um, contributing to opening and then contributing to a health savings account. And so, again, the only people that can contribute to these things are people that have high deductible health insurance plans. And if you have one, you'll, you know exactly uh, uh, you know what it is. And so the reason these things are so great is because you know, so for example, I get to next year make an $8,300 contribution because I have a, a family health insurance plan. Uh, so I can make $8,300 into my HSA, um, and then I can invest that money the same way I invest the rest of my retirement assets. Um, and so the reason that's important is that when you think about for somebody, uh, my wife and I, when, when we reach 65, um, it's probably going to we're going to have three, four, maybe five hundred thousand uh, dollars of of uh, healthcare related expenses in retirement, and that's being conservative. And so, if I have my HSA, um, if I contribute to my HSA over thirty years, uh, making the maximum contributions, and I get a six percent rate of return, my HSA will have six hundred fifty thousand dollars in there, which will cover all of those health insurance related expenses. And the, the greatest thing about an HSA for me is that. I don't qualify for a Roth IRA, but it's even better than a Roth IRA in that when you make a contribution to a health savings account, you get the tax deduction as if it was a traditional IRA or a 401k. The money grows tax-free in there, and then when you take it out, as long as you use it for healthcare-related expenses, uh, it's tax-free. And so you can pay uh, you can pay insurance premiums, you can pay for uh, prescription costs, you can pay anything healthcare-related, and as long as you do from your HSA, it comes out tax-free. A lot of you are using this as a you know, you're spending it when you need it. I say don't do that. Just pay out of pocket and, and have that money invested like the rest of your retirement money because it is the greatest tool out there that most people don't take advantage of um, because, again, it's triple tax benefited. You get the deduction. It grows tax-free. And when it comes out, it, it comes out tax-free if you use healthcare-related expenses. The other problem is 90% of people that have HSAs just leave it in a bank account. You can invest it exactly the same. I own the same exact ETFs in my health savings account as I have in my taxable account and my IRA. So health savings account, if you have a high deductible health insurance plan in 2024, you absolutely should be contributing to a HSA. Um, the contribution limits for an individual next year are 4150 and for a family, $8,300. And if you're over 55, the catch up is $1,000. So health savings account, 2024, you should be doing it. All right, if you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video on the 15th and 30th of every month where we talk about what's going on in markets and how that's affecting your money. Uh, you don't have to be a client, though, to sign up. If you want to get added to that list, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about portfolio moves, not market predictions, but portfolio moves for 2024. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. here and we think you will too welcome to alpine meadows 
beautifully kept landscaping. Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Did you know that the average public university student borrows $32,880 for their bachelor's degree? Many borrowers list student debt as the main barrier to buying a home, starting a business, or even retiring from their jobs. Are student loans keeping you from other goals? Between different payment plans, types of cancellation, and tax implications, we know that student debt can be confusing. Don't let that confusion keep you from addressing your debt. Our website offers resources, including frequently asked questions, links to other sites, and tips for avoiding scams. The site is updated by the Student Loan Ombuds, who also receives and attempts to resolve complaints about servicers or other issues with student loans. Take control of your financial future by addressing your student debt today. Visit the Division of Financial Regulations Student Loan Help Site at dfr.oregon.gov or call the Student Loan Ombuds at 888-877-4894. This message brought to you by the Oregon Division of Financial Regulation, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Commander, you've spent two years in space. What's been the biggest adjustment since you've been back? Well, the last couple of years have been pretty unusual, but since I've been back on terra firma, I've had a heightened awareness of Earth's gravity and its effects on the body. Yes, right there. Do you have a plan for dealing with that? Yes, I'm returning to a regular routine at the ACB. The ACB? The Athletic Club of Bend. The adrenaline rush I got during re-entry was amazing. I'm going to reproduce that by transitioning from weightlessness to pumping weights with swimming, running, spinning, tennis. You know, in space, it never changes. But down here, we've got to prepare for the upcoming season. That's for sure. And what I really like is being part of another like-minded community, alive with its own sort of kinetic energy. And the ACB has way more space than when I was actually in space. Sounds like a stellar plan. <laughs> the Athletic Club of Bend. For fitness, for fun, for friends, for family. Just go to athleticclubofbend.com. Are you looking to enjoy going to church again? Check us out at Holy Communion, an independent Catholic church where all are truly welcome. Join us for Mass on Saturdays at 5 o'clock or Sundays at 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock. And enjoy going to church again at Holy Communion. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not. Call 800-209-3485. Sponsored by Patriotic Hearts. The most weather, the most traffic, the most news. Every morning, 5 to 9, only on News Talk 1110 KVND. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. If you'd like to be part of our little program, call us, 877-670-7117, or you can always email us. Go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Click on the Contact Us and send us an email. So this is something that I feel like... uh, should be a bigger part of the discussion. I, you know, when we did our e-news on Friday, Josh brought it up um, because I think it's important. It makes me really worried. I, I worry about it as it relates to my kids and potentially if they have kids or Josh's kids. Uh, the interest expense on U.S. public debt rose to $949 billion over the last year. That's another record high. If it continues to increase at its current pace, 
it will soon be the largest line item in the federal budget surpassing Social Security. So I hope hopefully you heard me correctly. Just the interest expense, not paying the debt back, just paying the interest on the debt that we have, right? $34 plus trillion dollars just to pay the interest on that number is now almost a trillion dollars and quickly going to be the biggest line item in the federal budget. To me, that's a problem. Uh, I, I, you know, nobody, nobody, they talk about it sort of like barely and then nobody's actually doing anything about it in Washington. But at, at some point, the, the markets are going to force us to do something and it'd be better if you look at countries where the markets force them to do something, it's not a pretty sight. And so, um, you know, as Buffett said, he could fix the problem real quick that if they don't balance the budget uh, and deal with this, um, they don't get it reelected. And so if you told all those doofuses, if you told Nancy Pelosi, and if you told similar people in the Republican, you know, Mitch McConnell, you say, look, if you don't balance the budget, you're not going to get reelected. Guess what? You solve the problem. Incentives matter, right? And so whether it's Republican or Democrats, they're both equally blamed. There's no one side is worse than the other. They're both awful in terms of spending. Um, we got to get this figured out. I mean, the amount of money that the Treasury is going to have to borrow next year is stupid. When you look at the increase in the auction sizes, like some of them are going up by 30, 35% per auction every Thursday, the amount that they're borrowing. And so that's another, year. another reason that Josh and I feel like structurally higher rates are here to stay, right? Because of the amount of money the U.S. government has to borrow in order, uh, you know, the, the, the supply and bonds out there is probably more than the demand. It's and so return, in order for the, the demand to be there, rates are going to have to stay It's going to return as a topic of conversation because the issuance hasn't really started yet. And they did a bunch of sort of stuff on the back end to try to reduce it into going into the uh, Q4. But... It'll be really interesting, you know, to see that return as a topic of conversation. And as interest expense continues to, continues to explode, and we sort of have all of these political infights about just rounding air spending that just doesn't even matter. Yeah. Oh, believe me, I know. I mean, the only ones talking about it are these little doofuses in this little radio station in Oregon. Maybe, maybe they'll listen to us. Uh, well, real quickly, I always want to bring this up because it's it's a big deal for a lot of people this on this side of the mountain. Um, is that, and I don't know know why she didn't make this a bigger uh, bigger deal. But Tina Kotek, Tina Kotek, our governor here in the state of Oregon, she continues to surprise me. Um, I thought she was going to be left of uh, uh, of Brown, but she's this is not not a, uh, a left move. Um, she uh, signed into law on July thirteenth. Law SB 498, which provides a new Oregon estate tax exemption for up to $15 million of natural resource property that is used as seedings, farming, forestry, or fishing business. So, the, you know, the estate tax here in the state of Oregon uh, is a million dollars. You have to pay 16% above a million dollars. But she signed into law an exemption, uh, you know, for a lot of these farms and ranches. Um, that's 15 million bucks. So uh, good on you. It's a, you know, so for a lot of people, um, you know, that's why these ranches were going uh, to these sort of gentlemen farmers and ranchers that could afford it, these money manager types that could afford them. Um, and they were, you know, had been in families for generations. Uh, this will certainly go a long way. She just needs to index that to inflation so it keeps up with inflation. Okay, so let's talk about, I'm not talking about portfolio moves you should make in 2024 in terms of you should buy, uh, you know, biotech stocks or you should buy this stock or we think the market's going to down so get out or, you know, that kind of thing. These are things that are sort of broader and more financial planning related. Uh, and, and so I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not going to spend the whole show saying why uh, market predictions, especially short-term, are stupid, and then give you market predictions, <laughs> uh, although that's something probably I have done in the past. So one of the things you should look at is at the end of the year or, or starting in January is you should look and see, especially if you're in the retired, does my portfolio need to be rebalanced? So we know, you know, if you build a proper asset allocation, you have so much in stocks, so much in bonds, and then when the, within each of those categories, like stocks and like bonds, you own, you know, international and small cap. Hopefully you don't own lots of different categories within there. And so different markets move right over time and some move more than others. And so if you haven't rebalanced, uh, there's a good chance that your portfolio allocation is out of whack. And so if you are a retiree and depending on having safe investments in there, there's a good chance that your 
risk assets have grown a lot more than your safe assets and your allocations out of whack. And so you want to make sure that, you know, your amount you should have allocated to safe uh, risk reducing part of your portfolio is there when you need it if the market does sell off. And so you need to check uh, and see if your portfolio does need a rebalancing, meaning, you know, if your original allocation was say 60 percent stocks and 30 percent or 40 percent bonds and now it's 71 percent stocks. Uh, you, you need to rebalance that back to that. So, and you know, you will have done that after a market has had a great run. Nobody ever wants to rebalance uh, when stocks are doing great because that means usually selling stocks. But um, if the market rolls over, you'll be happy you did that. So you need to check and see if your portfolio is due for a rebalancing. Um, the, the other thing, and this sort of goes hand in hand, but you should consider adding uh, a bond allocation. And, that, and so when you think about, uh, as you get closer to retirement, um, it, it's not like you get to retirement and then you add ba- bonds. You start to add bonds to your portfolio uh, as you're approaching retirement. You know, you say, okay, I'm four years or five years away from retirement. I need to start adding fixed income or bonds to my portfolio. Um, and the, the important thing to do to, right now is what bonds should you be adding to your portfolio? And so our industry is saying take, take duration risk and credit risk, meaning buy bonds that are longer in duration or lower in credit quality. We're not quite there yet. Um, at some point, Josh and I also will be comfortable taking taking duration risk and credit risk, but we're still not there yet, especially when you look at really short duration bonds have really attractive yields relative uh, to long bonds. And so why would we take a bunch of interest rate risk, duration risk and or credit risk, um, uh, you know, for for not really a bunch of extra juice, but a lot of you, um, you know, could consider adding bond exposure, even just for your safe money by buying short duration treasuries. Um, Make sure you're getting a competitive yield on cash. We still talk to clients all the time that have a bunch of money in cash still in their savings account at their bank earning less than 1%. And when you look at you can buy money markets or you can buy CDs, short-term CDs that have yields close to 5%. Some of them are north of 5%. So if you have safe money and is in a bunch of it's in checking account or a savings account, you are giving up free money. So there's, you know, there's really attractive yields on very safe investments. So if you have a lot of money in cash, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have all that money in cash. You, you just can be finally earning a return on that. So for 15, 18 years, there was no return to be had, but there is now. So make sure you're getting a competitive yield on your cash. The banks love it when you leave it in their savings account and they pay you nothing and then they get to reinvest it. That is free money for them. So uh, take that off the table. The other thing I'd say on that, though, is don't overdo the cash people. Because cash yields are so high right now, people are saying, man, if I can get 5%, I'm just going to put it all there. Well, guess what? That that can change really quickly, and then you're stuck uh, after stocks have taken off. Um, the, this is one of those, I guess, market calls, but Josh and I are, uh, have been saying it. We're going to stick to it. Consider adding some uh, exposure in your portfolio lower down the market cap spectrum. So consider adding mid-cap and small-cap stocks. When Josh and I do uh, our retirement portfolio reviews, almost none of you own small, explicit small and mid-cap exposure, uh, and they are the cheapest they've been uh, since e- forever, really. But when you look back histor- historically, 1999 is when there was a similar uh, valuation disparity and small-cap crushed large-cap in the years after that. So uh, that's that's a place I would look um, because they haven't had nearly the run of the mega caps. And so look down the market cap spectrum because a lot of you don't have any exposure to mid and small cap stocks. All right. If you'd like to take us up on a free retirement review, we'll give an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get it scheduled 800-743-0988. When we come back, we'll tackle some of your emails. So stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 
Price's Cascade Mattress. Cascade Mattress and Furniture would like to thank you for over a decade of shopping at their Ben location in the Ben Factory stores and their new location in downtown Redmond. To celebrate and say thanks to the community, Cascade Mattress is giving the best deals of the season at the year-end clearance sale. Start by saving hundreds on in-stock King and Queen Sealy Posturepedic Pillow Tops. During the year-end clearance sale, save at both store locations with up to 50% off bed frames and bedroom groupings. And get the best deals of the year on 2023 closeouts and in-stock floor models. Get your best sleep in 2024 when you shop the year-end clearance sale at Cascade Mattress. Mattress and furniture in Bend and now in downtown Redmond. Everyday value warehouse prices, Cascade Mattress. CascadeMattress.com or call 678-REST. Whether you've been open for generations or just getting started, your business is your passion. For more than 100 years, SAFE has been the leader in workers' comp, helping Oregon businesses and workers. Our expert service and innovative safety and health programs support Oregon businesses in every corner of the state. Because we have offices in every region, we can help business owners continue to do what they love for generations to come. Safe workers' comp that really works. In Central Oregon this year, we've seen an unprecedented 28% surge in homelessness. Over 1,600 people are living in camps, in cars, or on the cold streets. In the past 18 months, Shepherd's House Ministries has helped nearly 300 people transition safely off the streets into secure housing or transformational programs. We invite you to be part of the solution to homelessness. Every gift made through December 31st will be matched, doubling your impact. Log on to shepherdshouseministries.org to make a life-changing gift today. Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When Freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. No experience necessary. Already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. We're taking back Lazy with Lazy Boy by leaning all the way back into our sofas. After spending nine to five sitting upright, we deserve to spend our five to nine fully reclined. Our only side hustle shall be hustling home to our recliners. We the Lazy are taking back Lazy, all from the comfort of our Lazy Boy furniture. Lazy Boy, long live the Lazy. Save up to 20% off storewide at Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. You're in sale, plus no interest for 36 months. Highway 20, East and Bend. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio. Thanks for joining us on this last show in 2023. Good riddance, 2023. Good riddance. Uh, the, the real median net worth in the United States increased 37%. From 2019 to 2022, that's the, th the largest three-year increase ever. What was interesting uh, was that, uh, so all families uh, in, in 2019, the median net worth was 141000 In 2022, it uh, grew to 193000 But the, the group that increased the most, I guess because they're dealing with small numbers, was people under 35. Uh, their increase was 143%. I thought it was going to be baby boomers. Uh, the second place group was, I guess, the early baby boomers, 55 to 64. But, um, you know, a 40% increase in net worth. Now, the this is real net worth, which I, I guess I question because that means after inflation. Um, but, you know, 
The data is the data. I guess where does this data come from anyway? Oh, the Federal Reserve. So they're a real stand-up institution. <laughs> I, don't, I think they get their data from Sesame Street, but you know when they were talking about transitory inflation, I think they got that from Big Bird or maybe Oscar the Grouch. Uh, so it's that time of year, obviously the end of the year, uh, when you should be buying books for your kids. I don't even know if kids buy books anymore. Most of them are the teenagers I see. If I go to Summit High School where my daughter goes, uh, they just stare at their phones. Um, but if, if, in fact, they do still read books, uh, there's a book out, out there that I want you to get your kid or grandkid, uh, and that is called How to Raise Your Child's Financial IQ, The Most Important Things by John Lim. John Lim is a doctor, MD, uh, but he wrote this 64-page manual. Uh, it's really great. Um, it helps kids. Uh, it helps anybody with financial literacy because I think that's one of the biggest uh, problems. You know, we don't teach financial literacy in high school, but it is one of the things that might have the biggest impact on your life uh, if you are financially literate and understanding compound interest and getting paid it versus paying it and all those sort of things. So um, go go out there, how to re- get out there and buy this book, How to Raise Your Child's Financial IQ, The Most Important Things. Do you have things. A, a favorite book that you read in 2023? Uh, maybe that one, what's it called? The, the one about the... the uh, I gave it to you. What was it called? The Trillion Dollar Triage. The Trillion Dollar Triage. I think that might have been my favorite. No, actually, it was – It was. I, I got this book. Um, he reads it – Anderson Cooper who reads it every single year from Vanderbilt fame. Um, it's uh, that Viktor Frankl book about um, man's search, man search for yeah. meaning. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, Viktor Frankl was a Holocaust survivor, and the first part of the book is his experience um, – in the concentration camps and, and, you know, what that was like. And, but then he goes on and he becomes, uh, you know, he, he, psychiatrist, psychologist, uh, and he talks about those experiences and, and, you know, and then man's search for meaning. And it's, uh, it's a good book in terms of, it has nothing to do with our business, but, uh, so it's Victor Frankl. He's written a bunch of books, but this one is a, is a bestseller globally. And it's, I think printed in every single language. So it's a good one. Okay. Got an email from Barbara in Redmond. Uh, Barbara says, "Hi guys, uh, my husband turned seventy this past May, and waited until then to take his Social Security." All right, Barbara's husband, way to go! Um, I'm sixty-one and will qualify for the benefit based on my work history, although my benefit is substantially less than his. I understand I can take half of his benefit at my full retirement age of sixty-seven. I asked Social Security uh, if I could take my reduced benefit at age 62 and then switch to have my husband's benefit at 67. The woman told me I should file at 62 and take half of his benefit at that time. That sounds too good to be true. Well, first of all, Barbara, the social security representative isn't supposed to be giving you that kind of advice on when to be claiming social security benefits, but I'll give the person the benefit of the doubt. Um, uh, so Congress, unfortunately, uh, Barbara did away First of all, they shouldn't be giving you advice. And then second, they shouldn't be giving you the incorrect advice. But that's for another show. Uh, Congress did away uh, with most people's ability to switch from a spousal benefit, which is up to 50% of their partner's amount, to their own benefit. So that went away. That, that ability to switch went away. Now, uh, when you do apply uh, for Social Security, you're, you'll be considered uh, – you'll, you'll be considered to be applying for both the spousal benefit – and your benefit, and you'll get the larger of the two. There's no switching later. So, Barbara, when you go to uh, get your Social Security, they're assuming you're applying for ha- either whatever's going to be higher, half your husband's or yours, whichever's going to be higher. So, um, y- you know, what you should be doing is taking that into account when you apply for your Social Security. So, Barbara, don't go into, the, don't go into Social Security and think you can take yours at 62 or half of your husband's at 62 and then switch. They got rid of that. There used to be all that ability to sort of um, game the Social Security system, and, and Social Security uh, did away with that. So not only did the Social Security person uh, give you advice that you're not supposed to do, they gave you incorrect information, uh, old information. Maybe they've worked there a long time. All right, we got an email from Thomas W. I'm not going to say the last name, but you know who you are. In Sisters, hi guys. I learned the hard way about taking so early Social Security. I kept working and wound up losing a dollar of Social Security benefits for every two dollars I earned over a certain low threshold. Do I get this money back at some point, or is it a penalty? 
it is considered a penalty, uh, but you, I guess, also will get that money back, so to speak. Uh, it's this is the so-called earnings test. Uh, it's it's one of the ways that Social Security, the Social Security system, tries to discourage all of you out there from taking your benefit early. Um, and so what that means is in 2023, uh, the earnings limit was twenty one thousand two hundred forty dollars. Uh, so if you made essentially eighteen hundred bucks every month, you got that penalty, meaning you had a, a do- your Social Security benefit was reduced by a dollar for every two dollars that you got. Um so what the, the solution to that is if you're going to keep working in retirement, you need to wait for your full retirement age and then you're not penalized. So full retirement age for most people now is 67 years old. If you wait till 67 and you claim Social Security, then the Social Security Administration isn't going to penalize you uh, no matter how much money you make. So for all of you that claim Social Security early and you're still planning on working, you can't really make over $22,000 or else your benefit is going to be uh, reduced by a dollar for every $2 that you get. So, you know, if you're going to keep working, don't claim Social Security. Wait to claim Social Security. Everybody, you know, says the reason, one of the reasons that people claim their Social Security is they don't think it's going to be there. If you're 55 years or older, t- tell me how anybody's going to get elected taking your Social Security away. The answer is they're not. So don't make the decision based on that. It's crazy. that That's the third rail of politics. Nobody's going to touch your Social Security benefit. So make your Social Security benefit based on your financial circumstances, not this notion that you think they're going to take it away from you or it's going to start being means test. Now, Josh and I, uh, under 50, should probably worry about that. All right, that's our show this week. Last one of 2023. We appreciate you listening. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. listening to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.